Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Crunch Time. Zito Power Tools. German design quality and innovation powering DIYers. All day, every day. Visit Berwick GWM Havel and test drive the GWM Canon CC. Part of the Berwick Motor Group. Play along, make your own lists at home. Dermot Burton's top five players, Zach Butters, Darcy Moore, Toby Green, Jeremy Cameron, Christian Petrarca. Brenton Sanderson's top five coaches, Ken Hinckley, Craig McRae, Ross Lyon, Matthew Nix, Brad Scott. Sam Edmund with the top five stories. This has been mm. a news-rich year. Well, actually, Jared, four of my top five, bit of trivia, all happened in the one month. Now, if Dwayne Russell was sitting here, he'd call it May Madness because <laughs> that's what it was. We, we, gee, she was a wild few weeks there in May. So my criteria, shock and awe, the yeah. American military called it. So yeah. I've held that criteria as my most important. If we've been shocked and if there's been some serious awe associated with it, Jared, then that carries a story a long way in my mind. Actually, just a couple of honourable mentions before we get into it. The fuse box carks it at the Gabba. I mean, any time the lights go out yes. of the footy, round two in this case, <laughs> Brisbane and Melbourne, she's a story. Play holded for 40 minutes. You know, Fags actually told us the next day right here on SEN the break was way too long, and in fact, Melbourne were given an unfair advantage, yeah. so that raged for a while. It's not very often a footballer's granted bail and might only miss one game, so Marlon Pickett, obviously a big story in more recent yep. times and the 12 charges coming his way. Uh, the Taron Thomas saga, that's uh, he's only just come back to the club, of course, some time away from it. And then Turfgate, we had a lot of fun with at the start of the season, the Ed Sheeran concerts. Would the MCG be equipped? The trucks of turf going across to Perth, what that looked like. Curators across the country not sleeping, Jared. So they're my honourable mentions. But we'll start with number five, counting down to... Uh, to the biggest stories in footy this year. I think the five separate lawsuits that have been brought to the Victorian Supreme Court involving the former players seeking damages from the AFL, the clubs, individual doctors over concussion injuries deserves a spot. Now, it had been coming, so it doesn't meet the shock and awe category, but, gee, the concussion class actions, are, you know, based on the fact that these guys haven't been afforded proper duty of care, their livelihoods have been impacted and ongoing concussion symptoms, some of them really concerning uh, for the individuals here. The Supreme Court this week actually saying it was possible that some or all of those cases could be moulded into one super case, if you like, given the overlapping uh, claims. This one's going to crawl through the justice system, but it, it really goes to the heart of all the things we've been discussing today around yeah. dangerous tackles and the like. It, the ripple effect of it has, has influenced so many of our conversations throughout the year, as well as the singular stories, to, to read Max Rook's story, oh, for instance, for the first yeah. time. Yep. So it had been coming, and Liam Pickett and the like had been coming, has come, and is significant. Andrew Dillon appointed the new AFL CEO sits four. I think when Australia's leading sporting organisation makes a change at the the very top, there's headlines galore. So the rating for this one hurt somewhat, Jared, by the fact that it's been a year-long search for Gill's success as a recruitment specialist brought in to form a nationwide shortlist. And after all the speculation and the hunt, 
The AFL turned around and appoint the bloke down the hall, but he's a familiar face. We know that, Andrew Dillon. Been at the AFL for nearly 25 years in a variety of legal and admin roles, and he, we wish him well. He's going to do, he's obviously the best candidate and will do a super job. Um, number, and, and hurt for the fact that it hasn't happened yet. Yes, <laughs> he hasn't exactly. taken it over yet. Yeah, he's, this is a, 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 yes, exactly. He's a CEO elect, if you like, <laughs> but he did front the Tasmanian inquiry into that stadium, um, so very much on the tools at the moment. Number three, and this very much the top three all fitting into the shock and all basket. Alistair Clarkson stepping down indefinitely as coach of North Melbourne for mental health reasons. So after the much celebrated homecoming for the four-time premiership coach, Clarkson isn't even halfway through his first season in charge when he does take that brave decision to walk away to focus on his physical and emotional well-being. Football boss and, and good mate too, Todd Viney, saying Clarkson wore a mask for months and that no one at Arden Street could have predicted the coach's mental demons were consuming him and his absence is obviously ongoing at the moment. Number two, Tasmania granted an AFL licence. Now, as big as the story gets, perhaps, and the reason it's number two, I'll explain in a moment, but any time a new team comes in, particularly in a state that has forever been snubbed when it comes to having a team, a club of its own, it's enormous news. Now, the ceremonial announcement at North Hobart Oval on May 3 was one for the Romantics, or one, as they called it, Jared, for the True Believers as those backers dub themselves, or so we thought, because there is a growing band down there keen on a divorce already, upset over the funding that the state government is putting into this $375 million worth from the Tassie state government to that 23,000-seat roof stadium at Hobart's Macquarie Point. So again, had been coming, but massive when a team comes into the competition. Would it be an even bigger story yes. if it collapsed? Uh, massive, unrivaled. Rescinded. We couldn't possibly contemplate that, could we? That's unbelievable. We're in a really tough spot at the moment by the feel of it. I don't think we truly are aware how much is going on in in political circles in Tassie. No, absolutely. And as I say, Andrew Dillon did front that Tassie inquiry yesterday, appeared by office, um, via his office at AFL, via video link, and he did say, hey, it's Macquarie Point or nothing. So, uh, you know, there can't be one without the other. Without the stadium, there will be no team. And he spelt it out categorically, all the things that we know the AFL have been holding strong too. Number one, though... You couldn't go past it. It was this. It hasn't soured my journey anymore. Um, it was just time. Like I said, it was time for a different voice. You know, I've pushed every button I can. I've tried to cook the sausages a thousand different ways and I couldn't find a thousand and one. So I think the players deserve a new voice that will hopefully give them that spark to hopefully lead to something that could be pretty special this year. And I know a lot of people have jumped off the Tigers, but I still maintain that you know, for a bit of luck along the way, they're still very, very capable of doing what they need to do. So Damien Harwick quits and shock value gets it shock here. Shock value. Does it ever. Three-time premiership coach, longest-serving coach in Richmond history, coming off a trade period where he and his side are determined to reload for another tilt and defy the naysayers. And then he steps down before round 11. No warning, no forecasting, no farewell game. Done, finished, see you later, sayonara, I'm overseas. And that's why it's number one. Yeah. So we'd had earnest and in some ways academic conversations about when would be the right time and <laughs> would it would this be the final yep. year? And so it, the, the minds were trained in that direction, but that it landed so suddenly when Tom Morris dropped it. And then, and then he was gone so quickly. Yep. Press conference in his civvies, <laughs> not at the next game, and then off overseas. Like that, that has all the elements. Yeah. It's funny when you said your criteria, Sammy, and I, um, 
a bit like what Jared did. I write down, I write down, I write down Hardwick as I thought oh, yeah, it's yeah. the biggest story of the year. So. Well, just for shock value, and, and not just shock value, as you say, immediacy as well. Yeah, yeah. Like not not I'm stepping down at the end of the year. Or I'll, I'll give it a couple more weeks. Now done, chainsaw out, off with his head, and and I'm and I'm out. It yep. was which shows you, as Tom touched on at the time, that he had been thinking about it for a period of time, weighing up when was the right time. He wanted to get dream time at the G in for everything it symbolises, and then. When the fire goes out, I guess the fire goes out. So what did you do with the Hawthorne cultural investigation? So you've got the sort of one strand of it as Clarkson at yeah. three. But given how that has swallowed probably. up so much of the year. Probably should have been in. Okay, sorry, probably, I didn't mean Probably to a like gross that. oversight. Hand <laughs> <laughs> so, up. It should absolutely be in. Of course it should. And that's an ongoing case at the moment as well in terms of what the AFL do with Hawthorne going forward, which still, again, like everything else involved in this, is wafting along in the breeze at the moment with any form of sort of formal resolution. But yes, actually, hand up, Jared. Do, do you want to shuffle your order? <laughs> might, have been an over, might have been an oversight. So you'd hold Hardwick at one and uh, Tassie he, at two? I'd have him. I'd almost have it in at three, Jared. to yeah, be honest with and you. and then bump Clarkson down one. Dylan down one and concussion has to be just a, to the an honorable, he's the honourable mention yeah 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 thank you for that that's, All right. that's a very very valid point that you make alright so we've gone one Damien Hardwick sudden resignation at Richmond two Tasmania granted the 19th AFL licence three the Hawthorne cultural investigation and continuing on four Alistair Clarkson steps down as North Melbourne coach and five Andrew Dillon the new chief executive officer of the AFL could the second what could the second half of the year offer <laughs> Like it's hard to imagine you could live through a year where something could break into that five, and yet sometimes big news years just yep. f- just fuel the next and the next and 100%. the next. Well, the stakes get higher, the whips really get cracking in the back end of the year, and that's when yeah the big stuff ideally happens, I suppose. But Jerry, do you know how often I find myself sitting at my desk wondering what's going to be next? That's that's the job, isn't it? I yes. suppose. But there will be something inevitably. There will be something. Whether there's more coaching moves. Um, you know, player movement will be it will be a factor again at the at the end of the year, and obviously, some teams plan for sheep stations in the back end of the yeah, year. But it has to be seismic to get into that list at the end of the year. I think like it's entirely possible that list doesn't change from here to the end of the season. And May was a heck of a month, as I said, to think that four of those five happened in May. And Hawthorne obviously goes back, you know, goes back um, more than this year, but yep. obviously came to a head, didn't it, uh, a few weeks ago? All right, I'm going to take a crack next at the top five games of the season uh, and give you some criteria to work with. These are in the eye of the beholder and <laughs> certainly some will live in various fans' minds and others. But if you are the, what what do we say, the two-eyed fan, so not, if you s- stretch beyond your team, what are the games that truly entertained us? That's on Crunch Time next.